Hey guys, Pastor Jurgen here. I'm so glad you're tuning into one of our powerful messages that is guaranteed to absolutely elevate your life to another level. At Awaken, we only want to preach fresh, real, powerful to help you grow stronger in your walk with God, develop your faith so you can take more territory. I'm praying that God blesses you and enriches your soul as you listen to this amazing word from God. God bless you. But every time somebody's going to get up on this platform, it's more about who they are and what they are going to bring to the moment, what they're going to invest and impart into us. So I want you guys to lean in because all three of these are absolute gold. So Ernie Patel, would you get us kicked off? Let's welcome. Hey. I just want to say for all three of us, I just want to say how honored we are to be able to stand on this stage that has so many amazing leaders, speakers, preachers. It's an honor for us to be able to actually stand on this stage. And we just want to honor Pastor Samuel, Pastor Katie, Pastor Matt, Michaela, and Pastor Jurgen, and Pastor Leanne for all their things that they do and just their courage, their heart for people. This church is just amazing. So everybody sit down, get out of here. I'm supposed to, I'm supposed to grip it and rip it, apparently, according to Sam. So um, Vision Builders Wednesday. So we'll go straight into the word, Matthew 6, 33. But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given back to you. Seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. So I'm gonna speak on building God's vision, and when you build God's vision, he will build yours. That, so I'm gonna go through our testimony of like how we've been here in church, and how we've built God's vision, and how he's built ours. So I'll start with the end point, just because like 10 minutes, 10 minutes is a lot of talking for me. I was like, 10 minutes? babe, I was like, that's 10 minutes, like, that's the drive from here to church, and me talking that whole time, and that definitely is not going to work for me, but I'll try, I'll try to make this happen, I'll try to make it happen, so, so I'll tell you the end point of, like, where we are now, so, talking about our business, like, my wife and I have a wedding photography and video business that was birthed out of this church, it was created out of this church, and for the last five years, we've doubled in revenue every single year. But that was off of the, the engine of Vision Builders. So our revenue has doubled every single year in the last five years. Our giving has doubled every single year for the last five years. So that's the end point, but here's the starting point. So I remember 11 years ago, we walked into this church. Not this church, Bressy, Bressy Ranch. Um, walked in and fell in love immediately as soon as we walked in. It was the music. I was like, this is it. And I remember, I remember leaving the first day and all of a sudden I was like, I hear an Australian voice and it's like, hey, do you want to serve? And I'm like, I guess so. So where am I going to serve? And they just put me into lights and production. Lights and production. Shout out to lights and production. And I was like, yeah, of course you're going to make me run the big karaoke machine because, you know, obviously that makes the most sense 
And I was like, I guess that's, I guess that's what we'll do. So I, I ran karaoke for a solid two, three years. But, you know, doing, doing karaoke was, was great because, like, that's where we learned Photoshop from amazing people like Paul over here. Like, my, my use of Photoshop in the past was, like, cutting my head out and putting it onto, like, Vin Diesel or like, rock and then sending it over to Fiona and be like, dude, I worked out today. It was good. But I, I learned that from there. And then from there, we went to youth. Youth was serving, and we did. Youth was an amazing time. Learned how to be relevant with the young guys. But also, youth was also where we picked up a camera for the first time. And I, I know I was inspired by actually Mike Finn as far as like, we saw Mike take photos and I was like, dude, I need to do that. First, I think myself, I look better if I take photos like Mike Finn. My hair looks a little bit better if I do it. So, so when we started, it was like a huge conference for youth and I took like 5,000 photos and had two great ones, <laughs> two. But I remember just coming in and it was like, we, we'll figure this out. I just kept coming to church and was like, you know what? I'm going to bring my camera. This is before there was a photography team. This is when, like, Instagram was, like, not so awesome. Um, but so we started, and we just started taking photos and taking photos. And our first wedding was actually people that were on worship today. They were standing over here. That was our first wedding. And then, and then after youth, we served in kids. We were running kids. Kids was crazy. Kids, we learned how to be patient. We learned how to have a huge capacity. And then I remember during that time, so before we had this business, I was working nine to five, solid, steady job. And I remember seeing these papers for vision builders. And I was like, dude, I have to pledge. I need to make this happen. And every year for five years, we put a number down and didn't hit it. And it was a struggle. And I was like, we got to figure out how this is going to work. And before we actually quit my nine to five job to go into photography full time, one of the biggest things that we needed to get done was fulfill our vision builders. Because we knew that vision builders would be the engine on how we make things happen. It's the accelerator of what we do because when money is not over the authority over me and I have the authority over money, we knew that we would be able to take over territory. So I remember quitting my job and I said, let's give our pledge. We were going to finish it. $5,000, and it was not easy. Especially I just quit a job to be a photographer. And a photographer, you know, I'm unemployed, basically. <laughs> so, so doing that, I remember stepping into men's prayer. I was like, guess what? I did it. God's story after God's story after God's story, God's story. Now, five years later... We have this business that continues to double every single year because of it. Man. And in business, that's not the normal projection of business. You don't double every single year. But I know we owe it to vision builders. We owe it to being able to write down this money and saying, this is what we're gonna do and actually doing it. Because the five years before, I mean, I, there was nothing bigger to live for. I was like, I had this paycheck that was gonna pay me and I didn't have anything bigger. 
But once I found the purpose and found the reason to live bigger, I was like, let's figure this out. We're going to make more. We're going to build more. This is, there's reasons why we need to build, so we're going to do it. We're going to grow. And now we get to run an amazing ministry called Pathfinders. And I love my Pathfinder people. If you don't know what Pathfinders is, it's the business marketplace ministry. But our whole purpose there is to be able to find other people and inspire them to build this kingdom as well, to build their business bigger than themselves, and to also be able to build this vision. It's been too good for us. I can't have it only just for myself. Proverbs 11 says, the world of the generous gets larger and larger. So when you don't have money having the authority over you, and you have the authority over it, the world just keeps getting larger and larger and larger. So our whole goal with everybody that we comes into our life is to unlock that authority in them, unlock that potential in them, and we just love seeing people win. Dr. Matt always says, all we do is win, and that's just the way we want to live. All we do is win. So as I wrap this up, I just want to say, live big, live on purpose, and bring other people along with you on the ride. Awesome. So I got to introduce a really good friend of mine. Beautiful pastor, Lindsay Mentor. Come on. You know what's really cool that I was just thinking about is when I got baptized eight years ago, you guys were the photographers, and that was before your first wedding, so to see how God has expanded on that has been so cool. Come on. God is on the move. All right. Well, let's jump into this. So who wants some Bible? Let's start with some Bible. All right. So in Joshua 1.3, says, every place that the sole of your foot will tread upon, I have given you. As I said to Moses, as God has said to me, as God has said to Pastor Jurgen and Leanne, to Drs. Matt and Michaela. So I want to leave you with that, or I want to start you with that, and then you can leave with that, and you can use that to encourage you later. Um, But that's kind of our testimony, my husband and I, sitting on the front row. I love you. (laughs) And um, similar to Ernie, we have seen crazy increase as we have partnered with Vision Builders together for the last six years. And what's really cool is, yes, there's been financial increase, which I'm going to share about in a little bit to just share with you and inspire you as a 29-year-old, how God has been on the move in my life. Um, But what's really cool is there's also been a lot of spiritual increase, and I want to share that with you tonight. So I came to this church in 2014, and I remember hearing about Vision Builders for the first time, and it was around, actually it was in July, which is really cool, and we were sitting in service, and they were talking about all the things that Vision Builders was going for that year, and I remember specifically three things. I remember we were remodeling the cafe at Balboa Campus, we were remodeling Kids Church, 
and we were getting ready to do interest services for our Eastlake campus. And fast forward to 2022, we're believing for like, I didn't count those, I'm like pretty sure there's like 20 new campuses coming up. We're now increasing our Eastlake campus because it is all of a sudden too small for the territory that we're taking. And among many other things, and it's just so cool to see in the last eight years how the vision of our church, because of our incredible pastors, has increased and increased. And what's great is that I was writing this down and preparing and I'm like, wow, as the vision of our church has increased and as our giving has increased, the vision for mine and Jamin's life has also increased. So, and what God reminded me of too is Um, Like I mentioned, I got saved eight years ago, and I actually got saved. Many of you have heard my testimony. I got saved at Party in the Desert. Shout out to young adults. Do I have any young adults in here? And it's really cool because now my husband and I get to oversee young adults at this campus. So to see just the increase of getting saved on an altar at a young adult ministry night all the way to today, just to see that increase, to see um, just, you know, going from three campuses to then four to then having the vision for 16 and beyond and going into different cities. It's just so inspiring to see how our church has increased its vision over and over. And what that's really showed and given the example for Jamin and I is that we get to see where money and value gets poured into. And we get to use that as an example in our own life. Um, I remember when Jamin and I got married, he owned a home and I was like, perfect, this is easy. I don't wanna go through the home buying thing. I had like very little vision for that. And then we quickly realized that a 700 square foot apartment was way too small for my clothes and my shoe collection. And so (laughs) something had to increase. So we (laughs) decided... Just needed a little bit more room. So um, we bought our first home together. We quickly sold that home because we realized, okay, maybe this is a little too big. Um, And then we went into a season where we were just learning to really be disciplined with our finances and be good stewards of our money, which that's a whole other testimony for a whole other time. And um, what's really awesome is we said, okay, we really, you know, we're playing it at San Marcos. And I heard God speak to me very clearly that we were going to buy a home in San Marcos. So I'm like, all right, babe, like we're back on track. Our debt's paid off. God's really worked in our lives. We want to own territory in San Marcos. And so um, we're coming up on one year being homeowners in San Marcos in the greatest community. That's our house. And what's really cool is that the picture on the right was taken two weeks ago because we just bought a second home in Indio out in the desert. And what's really cool about this picture is these photos were taken literally 11 months apart. And if you had told me eight years ago that we were gonna buy two homes within a year of each other, I would have been like, what, how? But only God, only only Jesus could really give us that inspiration for that. And and as much as, you know, I want to say, oh yeah, like we worked so hard because we did work hard and we did have discipline. It's, it's really, I'm telling you, it is so in alignment with how we have been faithful givers to this house and how we have faithfully given to vision builders because we have chosen to attach ourselves to something that's really healthy. Pastor Jurgen actually talked about it on Sunday that if you attach yourself to the vision of this house, you're attaching yourself to something that isn't going to go under. And Jamin and I fully believe that that, that this is healthy soil and we're like, hey, we want to partner with vision builders because we want to partner with something that is healthy. 
And we want to partner with something that has value and inspires us. And something else that God spoke really clearly to me about recently when we purchased our home in India is we're driving through the desert. Um, has anybody ever heard of Coachella? Okay, so our home is literally right across the street from Coachella. So shameless plug, but if you're going, you can rent it out. <laughs> or for your stagecoach people. <laughs> there it is. So, but what's really cool is I was like, wow, like, hey, Jamin and I have been to Coachella. We're not here to bash it or anything, but there's like a lot of dark stuff that goes on. And I was thinking about it and I was like, hey, I can pray into this now. I own territory in Indio. So when all the crazies come out, and I'm not saying if you go to Coachella, you're crazy, but if you've been, you know, if you know, you know, like there's some crazy people that come out. So now I can pray protection over my home. I can pray protection over the city. I can pray protection over my friends who are going there because I own territory in Indio. We own territory five minutes down the street. And I'm telling you every Thursday morning at 9.30 AM when I gather with a hundred prayer warriors, I feel like I literally walk in and I'm like, I have territory here because I own land here. And it says in Joshua 1.3, every place that the sole of your foot will tread upon, I have given you. God has given us authority in San Marcos. He's given us authority in Indio. And I share that with you, not to just brag and be like, look at you know, all the homes I have, but I'm sharing with you because that's in alignment with what our church is doing. So you may say, why do, we, why do you need more than one home? Why do you need more than one campus? Supreme Nutrition, why do you need more than one location? Because you want to get people healthy. <laughs> Awakened Church wants to see radical transformation. And if you're sitting in the seats of this house, if you've been here for more than one week, you've probably had a really cool encounter with God. I know for me, my life has been radically transformed in this house. And I want nothing more than to partner with this church and say, who else can we bring with us? Who else can we save? Just like what Ernie was sharing. Just like what Ernie was sharing. It's just so much bigger than us at this point. And I think I'm so grateful that I caught onto that so quickly. And I'm like, okay, I got saved at Party in the Desert. Like, it's really simple, you guys. Like, you get saved. You're like, who can I bring with you? Who can I invite? Who can I sow into? All of these buildings, yeah, they're cool and they're awesome. And Pastor Summer makes them beautiful. But the truth is, they're territory. It's taking territory. It's taking ground. And it's allowing a space for people to come in, for prodigal sons to come home, for to get set free, for cancer to get healed, just like we just sang about. So what I felt like God really wanted uh, to use me to encourage you in tonight is what do you have vision for? And do you have vision for something that has true value? And if you don't, you're in the right spot because you're part of a church, you're part of a community that has major vision, that has really valuable vision. And if you could just partner with that and you could just be inspired just like I was, you know, and I'm not saying it's always going to be easy, but what I'm saying is it's always going to be worth it to see how God can move. So I just, I actually just really felt like I want everyone just to close your eyes for a minute. And I just want you to visualize what it is that you're believing for. Maybe it's, you know, increasing your own life. Maybe you're like, man, like, I feel like I, I have no vision. I feel like I, you know, I don't know what 
value my money has. And I felt like God specifically really wanted to put into our hearts tonight that your money has value and that what you sow will reap a harvest. So what are you sowing into? You know, the, my favorite thing about sowing into vision builders is I can say, okay, I know that my money is going towards uh, funding missions in Baja, Mexico. I know that my money is going into getting a campus started in Coronado, which my friends, Pastor Mike and Katie have told me all the crazy things that happened in Coronado. So now I'm all of a sudden really attached to this idea of wanting to see Coronado saved, even though I'll probably never attend that campus. But it's because I just envision God, just partnering with God and just really taking territory, taking the city of San Diego, believing that the state of California can be shifted and taking territory in San Diego is the start. I don't know if you guys realize, but San Diego has a lot of people. We have a lot of influence here. And the more we take territory, the more that we can fight and battle in the spiritual for that. So I just want you to envision that, just be inspired by that and say, hey, what can I do to be a part of something bigger than myself? Amen? Come on. Well, I have the privilege of inviting up our last amazing speaker, Zach Spear. Come on. Thank you. What's up, Lindsay? Pastor Lindsay Mentor. All right, guys, my name is Zach Spear. My beautiful wife, Ashley, is right over here in the uh, front here. And our wonderful son, Bellamy, is in kids right now. And that's his first time being this late in kids. So we're praying for that on the way home. We got another little one on the way. We're super excited about that. What's up? So. I've honestly been a little reluctant to share some of the stuff I'm gonna share with you guys right now because I never wanted to come off with a, a lack of humility. And then secondly, because there is a, a, something that God did in our life that was pretty miraculous, but it required some ingredients that called, God called us to put in. And I never wanted anyone to think like, hey, those are the ingredients that you need to put in because God calls you to put in your ingredients. But I realized that it's not about that, it's about me sharing my testimony and letting you speak to God about what you should do. So I'm gonna share with you that testimony. So 14 years ago, um, my wife and I hadn't met yet, um, so I started a business. And for the first three years, I was working a job 40 hours a week, and I was working a business about 40 to 60 hours a week. So grand total, I'm in 100, 120 hours a week on the, on the, on the rough ones, and I was sleeping in a sleeping bag on my floor, uh, not because I didn't have a bed, I had a bed, but I was so tired that I wanted to make sure that my alarm woke me up. And the sleeping bag's really uncomfortable, you know, you're like, oh, yeah. so I'd wake up and go do my thing. But three years in, I feel like God tapped on the door of my heart and he said, Zach, I want you to quit your job and go full time. And I was like, well, this actually makes perfect sense because I have no business profits yet. Great, <laughs> perfect timing, Lord. So I was like, okay, so God, I, I took it to my, to my you know, business mentor at that time, and I said, you know, what, what I felt like God said, he was a Christian man, and I said, I think, my, I think God wants me to quit my job. He's like, terrible idea, don't do that. I said, okay, well, maybe it wasn't God, maybe I'm just thinking that because I hate my job. He's like, probably so. <laughs> so every six to nine months after that, God would tap on the door of my heart, he said, it's time to quit your job, son. And I was like, oh, sweet, dude, I'm out of here. Uh, business mentor, um, God said it again, and you know, he basically, uh, the same story repeated itself. And this, was, this happened for, for the next three years. So now I'm six years in. I'm six years in, still doing 120 hours a week. Our business profits were a grand total of zero after expenses, maybe even losing a little bit of money. Highly successful businessman, if you haven't, che haven't checked. <laughs> 
And I finally get a job that is, um, I like it for the first time. I don't want to throw a chair out the window every morning when I have to go, you know, clock in. <laughs> I finally have a job that I, jo I like. And God starts railing on the door of my heart. And he says, Zach, I'm telling you, Zach, it's time to quit your job. <laughs> and I can't ignore it this time. Right. Like, uh, that's definitely God. Okay, James Earl Jones, I hear you. That's the voice of the Lord. So I'm like, okay, all right. So I bring it to the business mentor and I basically say, I'm doing this. I'm not asking you, I'm telling you. I can't listen to man anymore. I have to listen to God. So this is what I'm doing. So three days before I quit, my last day was December 31st. Three days before, it's December 29th. God taps on the door again. He says, I want you to give every bit of your money away. He said, you can pay your next month's rent and keep $500 in the bank. Everything else has got to go. I was like, Lord, is that you or is that a bad burrito? Like, I don't understand. <laughs> so I slept on it one night and uh, still was there. So I called Ashley. We're now dating. And I said, Ashley, the blah, blah, you know, this is what's going on. And she said, Zach, I trust you. I trust you, Zach. I trust you. So that night I committed everything away. And it wasn't a lot, but it was everything that I had. And I just wanna take a really quick second and honor my wife, because without her, there is no way, there's no way. I heard a quote that you're only as successful as your spouse will allow you to be, and this woman allows me to be successful. Thank you. The next four months were terrible. I had no money and I had to drive Uber to pay bills and I wanted to throw them out the window of the car. <laughs> Four months later, God shifted something. And in one day, he matched my old salary. Wow. And five months later, he doubled my own salary. I'm nine months in now. I quit my job nine months ago. He doubled my previous salary, which was the first time I ever made good money in a job and he doubled in nine months. Then we hit our first six-figure year. Then we hit our first multiple six-figure year. Then he tripled our business year over year for the past three years straight. And I'm like, God, holy cow. And then he starts giving us equity in other people's companies to advise them. And I'm like, God, why would you do this? Why would you do this to us? He said, Zach, because you trusted me with a little, now I can give you more. <laughs> the verse, how do you live for four months with no money? Well, your wife or your girlfriend at the time and mom break into your house sometimes and drop you off peanut butter and jellies. That does help. <laughs> but I said, God, how do I live? He said, Zach, turn your Bible to Philippians 4.19. You can put it up here. It's when Paul is writing to the Philippian church and he's saying, he's saying, thank you for the gifts that you've sown into the kingdom and now my God shall meet all of your needs according to his riches and glory. Not according to your boss's riches and glory, not according to my riches and glory, not according to Uber's riches and glory, but according to his riches and glory. I can live on that. See, everything that we have is a seed. Our time, our relationships, our money, everything is a seed. And if, if I walk into an apple orchard, I know one thing, one unequivocal fact, that at some point in time, an apple seed was planted there. I don't go in there, I'm like, hmm, I wonder if there was a citrus here. You know, like, no, there was an apple planted. So if I want the fruit of someone's life, all I have to do is check the fruit and I just plant the same seed, easy peasy. And God told me that if you Take your seed and you sow it into the ground. He will press it down, shake it together, pour it back to you over and above. Open up the windows of heaven and pour out such a blessing that there's now room enough to receive it. I love the story of the leadership coach, John Maxwell. He's giving a talk to thousands of people and someone comes up to him at the end and says, John, that was amazing. I want to do what you do. He says, man, you can, but will you do what I did? 
Translation, I want your harvest, but will you plant the seed? Will you plant the seed? See, I love this time of year. I love vision builders because vision builders is a gift. It's a weapon to dislodge the enemy from our territory. This past year, God used this vision builder's weapon to dislodge the enemy from territory that he wanted to give to us. And 22 minutes away from here, he gave us a custom-built brand new home on seven acres of land. Just this past year from Vision Builders alone. This year, he's calling us to give 1% of our desired entire company's revenue for our Vision Builders pledge. He says, whatever you give, I will give it back to you. Press down, shaking it there, pour it back to you. Open up the windows of heaven and pour out such a blessing that there's now room enough to receive it. So guys, it's still hard, right? It's still hard for each and every one of us. It's every single person in the front row who we call our leaders, our pastors. It's still hard for all of us to stretch, for them to stretch, for me to stretch, for every single person to stretch. But if we stand on that word, and my God shall supply all of your needs according to his riches and glory. We serve the same God, you guys. So guys, as we come into a close, I wanna ask a few people to think about this for a moment. I want you to think about, is God calling you to something? What is God calling you to? Is he calling you to maybe acquire a property? Maybe he's calling you to release something. Maybe he's calling you to step into a relationship or release a relationship. Maybe he's calling you to quit your job like he did me. Maybe he's calling you to sow a seed. Whatever the case is, is God knocking on the door of your heart? Is he knocking on the door of your heart? Because he was knocking on the door of mine for six years and the second I answered, he answered back. So here's what I wanna do. If God has been knocking on the door of your heart, I want you to lift up a hand or stand up and I wanna pray with you. I wanna stand into agreement with you guys right now. I wanna pray with you over that courageous decision to step in to the future God has. God, we thank you for each and every person in this room with their hands lifted, standing up. God, we thank you for the courageous decision that they have made to follow you, Lord. God, we thank you for everything in this room. We thank you for your power in this room. God, we thank you for taking their seeds, compounding them, pressing them down, shaking them together, pouring them back to them, rebuking the devourer from their lives and opening up the windows of heaven and pouring out such a blessing that there's now room enough to receive it. We thank you for meeting all of their needs according to your riches and glory, God. We thank you for the courage that you've given them to step out in faith, to step out into the unknown, to step out in a place where you will guide their steps, to step out in a place where you give them the desires of your heart because they delight themselves in your ways. God, we thank you. We give you all of the honor and all of the glory. We pray all of these things in Jesus' mighty name. And everyone who said that in agreement said, amen. Wow, what an amazing word. I hope you enjoyed that as much as I did. Hey, listen, for more information about our church, go to www.awakenchurch.com. Or subscribe to our YouTube channel if you haven't already and download our app. It is amazing. It is chock full of incredible messages, information about upcoming events, and you can even support our ministry if you feel so inclined. We loved having you with us today. We look forward to seeing you again. God bless you. Live a life that is transformative. Bye for now.